0: Please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, Barrett, what's going on? Emmett, More Morgan, Kevin, It's what's going on? I'm just now seeing LinkedIn pushing, so we'll probably get some stragglers here in a minute. So all that being said, enough of me running my mouth. Alex, it's good to see you. Um, Ray, let's give the people what they want. Reintroduce introduce yourself. Hi,
1: guys. Uh, I'm Ray Morrison, and I'm a front-end engineer at OC Tanner. Um, you know, just a junior guy, first-step job, so. I
0: love it. I love it. So, Ray, like I said, Ray is a second guest. Kayla, Cincinnati, I'll see you this week. Leaving well, even tomorrow for Cincy. I'm excited. Um, so, Ray's a second-time guest. Ray and I really hit it off last time. Uh, last conversation Ray and I had, if you did not watch it, go back to my YouTube page and watch it. But, Ray, uh, it was a fountain of knowledge. I don't know if that's a term. I think it's a fountain of youth, but a fountain of knowledge. Ray, sure. Ray, Ray had knowledge and, and he had fountains of it. Um, and so we talked about posting through for content um, and then how to get a job from bootcamp from zero to one. What we're going to talk about today is two main things. We're going to talk about going from one to one and a half, right? So Ray, so we talked zero to one as in no job, code camp, two job. What we're going to talk about today is you got the job. What do you do in the first 90 days to be effective? Obviously, there's a lot of leadership books out there about the first 90 days and how important it is. So, Ray, I want to dive into this first. And then the next topic we'll dive into is Ray was Ray was bragging on an OC Tanner um, just on the on the environment that they obviously promote. So we're going to talk about that as well. But, Ray, one to one and a half. So you got the job at OC. What are some things that you would uh, recommend for folks to do once they get their first job?
1: Oh, boy. Um so first of all, if anybody missed the thing last time, just like a two-second recap of, of why I'm here and where I came from. Um, I'm a boot camp grad. I came from factory jobs and uh, restaurant work. And then within, it was last July, I lost my job. And then by uh, February, I was freelancing. By June, I got my first full-time role. So from manufacturing to tech and software engineer roles in about seven months, so that's why it's impressive. At least I, even 100%. I can brag on that without being too arrogant about it. Right, listen,
0: listen, listen. I tell people brag. You need to brag, right? Like seriously, like now's your time to do it. So brag, brag away.
1: Um, but then as far as like whenever I got into OC Tanner, I mean, I guess the first couple of weeks were just like, get your laptop, get your accesses set up. I think it took yeah. almost two weeks to get to Jira it. and then we have some proprietary tooling like to even run one of our repos locally, I need access to our pipeline app called Akira's, which is completely proprietary to OC Tanner. And since I didn't have access, I couldn't even run yarn start. It was great. Um, So once we got that all done though, um, I'm pretty fortunate. I I mean, obviously I can't speak to how anybody else's first experience might go. Maybe they aren't as fortunate as I am and get a team that's as cooperative, but I was assigned an onboarding buddy. Uh, which is just another member of my front end team. He was brought on about two months before me, but has, I think two to three years experience as a by right. one. won. Um, and he's, he's great. Um, Taylor's been there. Well, actually his name's Taylor too. Not.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it.
1: Yeah. He's, he's been great. He's been there. Like anytime I have a question. Um, so have the other couple front end engineers on my team. Um, but they've made it really easy. I really can't complain. And I don't think it's been that hard to ramp up the, I mean, the thing is that whenever you get hired for any role, you probably only know about 50% of the stack. Um, sure. So for me, I was really familiar with React and TypeScript um, and Material UI, but I didn't know GraphQL and Apollo. I was a REST API guy. Sure. Uh, so now we, uh, my, my biggest ramp-ups were like just I want to take GraphQL and Apollo courses and trying to figure out the distinguishing bits between the two was something that might not be super important but is important to me like if you might not know whether this particular tooling you're using is coming from this package or that package. whenever you talk about it you sound kind of like a dummy to a senior and i don't want to be that dummy
0: (laughs) so so buddy buddy program obviously is the first thing right so companies have a buddy program so what did this buddy like what are some things that y'all did did you have like daily syncs weekly syncs like what, what did that relationship look like? Because I think it's so vital, right? I mean, I kind of structure this on my team. New person comes in. Depending on where they fit within my team, they have a buddy based off the role they have or is going to have. So wh- how did that dynamic work? Did you all have weekly calls, daily calls? Just give me some color on that.
1: So every day uh, in the morning, we have a little Slack message that comes off from the Slack bot saying, reminder, front end, post your stand up in this thread. Rather than do a daily stand up with the whole team, we just kind of have a thread um, where we mentioned what we're going to do mostly sure. just to avoid merge conflicts, like let sure. each other know what tickets we're rolling with. Sure. Um, but there's no real structure. It was just Taylor's here and he's like, all right, let's talk about what you're going to do today. Okay. You're just waiting on accesses. Well then you go ahead and do learning. If you need anything, feel free to reach out to me. But once I actually started taking tickets um, me personally, I like to kind of have my handheld for five minutes through a repo. Sure. Um, just like on my first ticket, you, you, I'm driving, but you're watching my screen share going, okay, so this file does this and then we're going to go here just so I can get a picture of how the file structure actually works and what data is being passed, where what's props, where. Um, So, I mean, both back then and actually this week, because I just started hopping into a new repository um, basically I'd say, okay, well we'll take this ticket. It doesn't look too terribly hard. Will somebody just sit in a zoom call with me and like,
0: Somebody just be my friend. You'll basically do the work
1: for me just because <laughs> this is my first ticket in this repo. And I just want to get a sense sure. for how it works. But I'll be the one letting the code come out of my fingers. And that's kind of how I got started for my first ticket or two. And it would just be like one ticket for a two-week sprint at first. Um, but, um, well, as we discussed backstage, um, since I've come on and started actually taking tickets, now I've, I've merged like 25 PRs in the last two months. Uh, each one of which was a separate ticket or bug fix for like a total of almost 5,000 lines of code since I've been there since June. Um, That's awesome. So the initial ramp up, I didn't do much from June to July. And then from the middle of July until now, so like two, three months, um, I've been steadily increasing
0: contributions.
1: Uh,
0: Um, Real quick, want to give a shout out to people who have tuned in. Um, Alex, good morning. Morgan goes, Ray, where's your pup?
1: He was here, but the camera kept unfocusing. Yeah, the camera kept being water. weird. He
0: was here, but then the pup uh, threw, threw the camera out. So I unplugged
1: so, the camera three times. I'd bring him back up, but I don't want to risk it going blurry. Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, the pup is still there. I love uh, I love that. Um, Alberto, it's great to see you. Ryan um, Emmett, Big Wolf on the 1 to 1.5. Yeah, it's incredibly important. We'll continue to dive into this. Alex, it's, it's it's great to see you. Dev, so good to see you. I'll see you in a few days. Trey and Nick. It's good to see you, my man. So so I, I want to, I, I, again, I want to get across. So it sounded like having room to breathe in the first month or two that you had to be able to redo documentation, to research, to get things going. I feel like that is a key part of nurturing a junior dev because I'm sure, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure there's a lot of anxiety that comes in for your first job, imposter syndrome, holy cow, what do I do? And, and, and would you say OC Tanner gave, it fostered, that for you, like giving you that space to kind of work through stuff?
1: Yeah, you phrased it really well actually and gave me the the words I needed. Um, so yeah, that was, that was it. I had the autonomy and, and the space to just do whatever. There were very few expectations. Um, and I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I was hired as an associate and not sure. as a mid level developer. That would be a very different picture if I was coming in with two years experience and hired at a higher pay grade. Sure. But they basically like they had seen my GitHub. They knew what they expected of me based on that and our interview. And then they were just kind of like, okay, well, you take, you know, whatever time you need, two weeks, four weeks. You just tell us as you're more comfortable, you tell me when you want more than one ticket for the wow. sprint or what you're comfortable with. Like we have our grooming meetings every couple weeks, and they were they're very adamant about like, look, be honest about your story point values. Um Just tell us what you're feeling like. I don't want to give you more than you're comfortable with. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help you.
0: So, Were were you able to feel – and also, for those of you who are watching that are either a junior dev or more junior in your career or even a senior dev that remembers a time, can you all throw up some comments about what has made a company – allow you to be successful as a junior dev so again if y'all have thoughts comments um from your own experiences please throw them up i would love to highlight them and talk about them you know ray did 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 you get to a point where you were like were were you nervous even telling them like hey i i just i'm overwhelmed i'm still not figuring out like did like did you battle with that even in your first 30 60 90 days
1: I mean, I'm going to brag a little bit and say that I haven't felt overwhelmed yet.
0: But There you go. I love it. I love it. It's
1: a little bit like –
0: Now, is that your confidence or is that just how good OC is about education, buddy program, giving you space? That's what I was
1: going to say. Yeah, it's like it's a mixture. Like, yes, I have discovered through feedback from nearly every member of my team um, that – I mean, the words have been used. You're punching above your weight compared to other junior devs that we have seen. So they've told me that. Um, and I'm consistently getting positive feedback. So yes, a little bit of it is aptitude or uh, skill from having practiced before I got the job. But a lot of it is the fact that OC Tanner is just kind of like, okay, dude, we understand that this is your first full-time dev role. We knew that when we hired you. right Now we need to treat you like it's your first full-time role. We won't give you more than you ask for, um, at least not for your first 90 days. I mean, after that, maybe we they didn't even give me a hard expectation of when, they expected me to take on more or anything. It's just that I started getting I was, more comfortable.
0: I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you now, and Barrett, I'll get your comment here in a second. Again, for those of you <clears throat> who are watching, throw up some comments, maybe about some success stories you've had um, growing up as, as, as a dev. But Ray, would, like, were there any like defined metrics? Like, Ray, you need to have – No, none. Wow. And I'm sure that took the burden off of you too, right? For it sure. had to.
1: Yeah, it was, just, it was just expected that I do my best to learn and
0: try. And yeah. as long as I was putting in the effort, we were good. Um, I love that. Um, Barrett comes in here. Mentoring is critical for new devs. Pair them up with senior people so they can both learn the tech and code, but also how to navigate the company culture. That's nearly as important in tech. Listen, Barrett, I'm glad you brought this up. I think navigating internal culture is huge. Um, Ray, have you were, were you taught that? um or did anybody help you kind of navigate the internal culture or is that something you just kind of figured out on your own
1: um well out in salt lake city like there's a lot of mormonism and latter-day saints type of culture sure. And that's not like company culture per se but it's really suffused its way through the company because they're mainly based in salt lake yeah. um uh, so i've had conversations with you know several of my teammates who especially because i come from an area where you can have the potty mouth and you can pretty much say whatever and people aren't going to get offended. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, there have been people who have stepped up who are a little more relaxed and don't care about the potty mouth who have talked to me and been like, hey, just so you know, you might want to be careful around, you know, upper management or like just watch what you say and who you say it to, which is like the only thing I needed to navigate as far as company culture because the rest of it at OC Tanner is just like basically their culture is we give a shit about people. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole we thing.
0: Give a, we give a shit about people. That's actually a great little slogan. I think, I think that should be adopted somewhere. We give a shit. It's like it's like I say, uh, whoever runs marketing for Canva, their uh their logo should be designed for dummies. That's I I, I firmly believe that. Um, so uh JC, it's great to see you, Erica. It's great to see you, Connor. It's great to see you. We got some stragglers this morning. I Hi, love it. Connor, uh Nick, Nick comes in. Uh, I think as someone more senior, you should be expected to pair and guide newer folks. That's how you scale your knowledge in your team. Is that something OC does as a whole? By the way, I'm like some like walking billboard for OC this morning. So I mean, um,
1: it's a good company to be a billboard for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, is this is this something they do across the board? I mean, you have like a, buddy programs.
1: No, not really. There's not like <laughs> a structure of it. I, and I can't speak to other teams either because I only have experience with about you know 15 people in the organization that i work with day to day and i've met a lot of others um, but like the ones that i work closely with and it's not like we don't have scheduled like paired programming or like um anything that's required basically we just have a backlog of jira tickets and we create new ones as we see fit too because we're doing a rebuild um and whenever we need help with it like if it, it mostly me but like the mids sometimes need help too and um Whenever that need arises, we just, especially whenever there's some complicated tickets, we'll just say um, we have a weekly front end meeting. We just call it a round table. Okay, and whatever, whatever we, we feel do. is um, important that week, we discuss, which in some cases Maybe. could be hey, we've got a difficult sprint coming up. How do we want to tackle this? Maybe we get together and we have Ray pair with somebody or Doug pairs with somebody on this ticket, or hey, senior, you know how to do that, but I
0: don't. Can I sit in with you and we'll work on it?
1: That's definitely an
0: option but it is in no way required or structured that way. Um, do you, I'm kind of curious, you brought something up and, and I was actually talking to my brother about this cause he's in product. Um, do y'all, I, and I know you just answered this. I just want to reiterate, like, do y'all, do you feel comfortable sharing like those front end round tables? Are your voices heard? Are your ideas heard? Cause I feel like there needs to be more just like, Hey, I feel like there needs to be more meetings. Hear me out, hear me out before everybody rolls their eyes about meetings. I feel like there needs to be more meetings around, hey, let's just like meet to throw out ideas. What's working, what's not. Do y'all have that type of culture? I mean, is that something that y'all do a lot of? We have that meeting.
1: um, Uh, We have that meeting. Every two weeks, our meeting schedule for sprints includes a a grooming meeting just to kind of put story point values on tickets. A sprint planning meeting where we officially decide what's in the sprint and hit the button. Um, And then a, what we call a retro, it's at the end of every sprint, where we talk about what went well, what went poorly, what we could do better. And we basically open up a Figma file and my boss usually comes up with some analogy to like a fulcrum and and like a whale and a minnow or some machine from the 20s and explains how it's relevant to basically that concept. And then we spend an hour and a half in there uh, just dropping sticky notes on the page saying like, well, maybe the pipeline was backed up here and we could have done that better. Or maybe right. like in, in this past sprint, we talked about doing more like vertical slice work where front-end and back-end can work simultaneously on a thing, Okay, um, that kind of stuff. Just whatever we feel would improve the workflow or whatever we want to say went well. Um, and then also we have like the recognition that OC Tanner sells, we also obviously have access to. So sure. um, like recently I had a test engineer uh, who basically solo cleared out like six tickets in an afternoon that had been blocking up the pipeline. And so I nominated her for an award for like 100 points on on the website. They go from like bronze to platinum, like that usual ranking. That's awesome. um, and so then in the meeting, you can be like, hey, you know, Jessica, I nominated you for this. You did a really great job. Thank you so much. And then I love that. It's just a, it's just a thing. It feels nice to be told thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, and this is kind of, this is a perfect segue into kind of our second half of this conversation on promoting fun environments for devs, right? What, um, oh, uh, real quick before we move on, is there any other tips, advice, tricks for developers to go from that one to one and a half, like anything else that other developers should be doing in their first 90 days at a new company, especially more junior in their career.
1: I think it's going to be really dependent on the company okay. that you, you land in and what they give you the freedom to do.
0: Not every time, not every company
1: is just going to say, Hey, no requirements, just learn at your own pace. Let us right. know when you're comfortable. Sometimes there's going to be, you know, some hard deadlines. So like just learn where you can, uh, You utilize the learning resources that your company has. Like we have LinkedIn learning licenses, but I have premium, so that didn't matter to me. Um, no, right. but, uh, Oh yeah. You know what? Um, as far as learning goes, I did, um, I made a post about it, but you know, not everybody sees my posts. I applied, um, I sent in a Jira ticket cause I wanted to get a course that was called css for javascript developers by josh comeo if i'm pronouncing his. Yeah, yeah yeah i think i know who you're talking josh about um, yeah. yeah it's like a 400 course i wasn't like if it was a 15 dollars udemy thing i'd just buy it no question sure. uh, i asked cool. and yeah and they approved it and got it to me like within a day or two after the request had been officially submitted that's um, awesome. yeah it's that's really like, cool. cool and so i made we we do have um our bonuses in the in the uh, the, it's an annual bonus, but we split it into June and December, um, sure. and then they, we set our own goals, uh, OKRs for the for the quarter or for the biannual period for the quarter for the biannual whatever. Um, and so I said, well, you know, would it be a good idea if you guys get this for me? Could I make completing it uh, a goal that towards like my I bonus? love that. I and love the, that. My boss is like, that sounds like a great idea. And so now I've got like the first four modules as this quarter's goal, and that just I love that towards my bonus metrics.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool, man. I want to go work in OC Tanner. Um, let's see here. So Alice comes in. It's great when companies are understanding of a new dev like that. Would love to have a similar experience to you, Ray. Um, dev comes in. My workplace enabled me to do my own research and bring in new ideas and techniques and implement them into our projects. Love that. <laughs> Barrett will bleep that. That's funny. Uh, a little potty mouth would make me feel more at home. You know, this is interesting. This is, this is kind of something I was talking to Ray about cursing uh before we went live and i don't know i i just i, I listen i'm not saying that you need to be dropping f-bombs and cursing on the interviews but i do have to yes. say i i feel like in today's professional world that like almost cursing like makes you more human i'd call it Isn't modern that?
1: professionalism is what i would say you,
0: Wait, what you call it modern professionalism that's what i'd say i mean I, yeah, that.
1: that's, I try to be really real and relatable and not do that fake professional visage even yeah, like, in interviews come
0: to oc tanner well you will have the best top line to developer not even
1: that but like when you're interviewing like people tend to put on this like very professional facade i do not do that i don't put on the mask i just be real and if i swear i swear and like you're realistically you know you're going to do it in the workplace anyway paint an accurate picture of yourself so
0: there's no surprises oh love that everybody hear that be your true self. I say this all the time. Actually, there's a really senior developer I follow. I've actually had him on Unicorn Finders. His name is Tejas Kumar. Go follow him on Twitter. He's not on LinkedIn. But he works for a startup called Zata. Um, and basically, he t- he tweeted a while back. He goes, um, I'll never forget. I cursed in an interview and they rejected me because of it. But he goes, now that I'm older, I'm so glad I didn't work there. If that's the type of culture that they were were wanting or looking for. So yeah, like I said, dude, you don't got to roll in there and being like a dang sailor, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but be respectful. But- be respectful. Yep, 100%. Um, Nick comes in, you know, someone more senior creating a space where folks feel safe to contribute Conver. Anybody can bring input to the table. Uh, go check that, that link out. Um, let's see here. Jordan, it's great to see you. Um, Nick goes side note, but some public libraries give you LinkedIn learning for free. love that. Yeah. T- yeah. Ted just is fantastic. All right. So last, last, um, what, what did Dev say? Not being on LinkedIn is a good sign of how one feels about professionalism today. Yeah. 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 Um, so Ray, uh, last few minutes here. Can you talk about some things, um, where managers can listen to now or in the future about just some fun things that OC Tanner has been doing to promote a healthy developer environment? Maybe what you kind of told me offline about um, the gift cards and stuff.
1: Sure. Um, hey, by the way, side note, Arthur, no, no Scrum Master. Um, <laughs> OC Tanner, it, it, they, they do random stuff that I don't see coming. I guess the people who work here uh, for a while are a little jaded to it. Like they've mentioned it whenever I was a little blown away. Um, a couple months ago, we got an email on a Monday morning. Just They called it the uh, inflation deflator uh, gift. I randomly got an email saying that company-wide, everybody was just getting $250 in gift cards, go follow this link and you can pick whichever ones you want, you know, Target, Kroger, Walmart, whatever. Um, Just because they just woke up one morning and they were like, Hey, prices of gas are rising. Prices of food are rising. I mean, we can't, we have a large company, like thousands of employees, but we're going to do a little something. Here's 250 bucks for everybody. And while that may not be huge for people on like senior dev salaries but like they did it for their hourly factory workers too who are making their jewelry and pins and stuff making like i don't know 15 20 bucks an hour yeah Um, which was just a great gesture i was i was blown away um that's not necessarily my direct manager that's an upper decision but really cool nonetheless um and then again as a as a whole oc sander's whole thing is we we sell employee recognition products um so like Every quarter, anybody who, uh, any company who has our culture cloud software, every account, every employee they have gets a point balance that they can give to their peers. You can send a little e-card with points. Um, I, we get 300 at our company, but I figure that you can probably, like, you purchase a tier that tells your employees sure, how much sure. I'm assuming that's how it works. I don't know. Sure. Um, but we get 300 points. And then throughout the quarter, I can say, you know, Taylor, you did a great job, you know, helping me through a really difficult problem I was having. Thanks so much. Here's 50 points. And that store where you redeem the points has everything from, like, kitchen utensils and earbuds love and it. towels to trips to Cancun. Like, I love it. I mean, that's you have awesome. to say it forever to get that amount of points. Sure. But those rewards that I was talking about that we can nominate people for give more points than the... Like, the Bronze Award is 100 points, and that's the lowest it goes. And then it goes up from there, so you might get 500 or 1,000 at a oh, time. Man. And you could get a MacBook if you if you wanted to for like twenty
0: and and, and 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 everybody votes for people in that in the organization for that or give props or recognition. How does that work? <clears throat>
1: it's individual. So I get a balance, you get a balance, your your friend and your on your team gets a balance. We can give them okay. to whoever we want.
0: Okay. That's it's awesome. not a nomination or a
1: voting thing. You just get handed points that you can give to whoever in the organization you feel like. And then the oh, you were probably talking about the awards. Yeah, the bronze silver yeah, thing. Yeah, that's like yeah if I want to give you more points than that, or I think you deserve like public recognition, not yeah. just here's an e-card, then I can just submit a form and say, Hey, I'd like to know that person. Here's the explanation of why just the note to the approver and they can read it and decide. Um, and then the the message that will be displayed publicly on the award.
0: I think, uh, I, I think there needs to be more internal recognition. Uh, I, I, I just think, I, I just truly think that I think, you know, uh, I, and this is this is another conversation for another day. But I think companies are, are are so focused on trying to get new talent, they're not taking care of the talent they have internally.
1: For sure, they've talked recently too about like um, I guess every October our salary bands get updated. So it's quite possible that I might get a pay raise just because the band changes.
0: Yeah, um, where
1: like you, you know you, you don't see every company adjusting there.
0: Here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not hard. To go above and beyond. It's really not. It's not. a great
1: job of it too.
0: But 90% of companies don't because it takes a different mindset. Listen, here's the deal. I'm saying this now. I still make mistakes. I had one of my recruiters call me out. He goes, you didn't really... I, I, I felt hurt because you didn't recognize me for my one year. Right? So listen, I'm saying this because I need to hold myself accountable. Right? I'm not perfect. And it's like... And I think the companies who can... Be more focused and it's hard, right? We're blowing and going a thousand miles an hour. But if you can focus on the individual and the employee, I think, I think it goes, I think it goes a super long way. Let me ask you this, Ray. Last question, two, two questions. This is the second last question because OC gave you, a chance, I'm trying to prove a point here because OC gave you a chance as a junior developer to start, would you say that you will stay with them longer because they gave you your first chance?
1: I think that that was my initial mindset coming in. Yeah. It was just like the, you do this seven month search and then, you know, you get rejection after rejection. Then the right. company that finally gives you that chance. It, like it makes sense that you'd have a sense of loyalty. Um, I think that that would wear off pretty quickly though. Now that I've, I've been there, like you're grateful okay. first and then it become you kind of take it for granted. Okay. But I will say, I mean, and I've been really upfront about this with my manager and I'm fine to say it publicly um, outside of like, there, there are two companies that I have in mind that I was really interested in um, and I didn't know who OC Tanner was. Like I realistically was just interviewing for OC Tanner and was like, okay, you want to give me an offer? I'll take it. I didn't know sure. who they were at the time. Um, so there were two other companies that I was genuinely really interested in. And if they approached me to try and poach me within the next like year, I might go just depending. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that my career path ideally would probably follow a pattern of something like stay with OC Tanner for up to maybe three years and then bounce to a couple different companies for a couple years at a time. But leave OC Tanner on good terms because like my biggest fear is that I stay at OC Tanner forever because they treat me so well and I just enjoy myself. But then I'm robbing myself of the ability to see how other companies do things, be practices, and I'll be a worse developer for it. And By the time I get to senior, am I really going to be toe to toe with a senior from another company? It's just my worst fear in the world. So I know I need to leave. Yeah. But I'd like to circle back to finish my career here if nothing else pops up that I like better.
0: I love that. Um, Brandon comes in. Hi, Ray. Uh, How long after joining did you start feeling useful at your role? That's a great Um, question.
1: I came in June 20. And I'd say probably by the time I talked to Taylor last, I was starting to do well. I think that was like August 6th, August 8th. So we're talking about a month, month and a half. Yeah. Um, Where I was starting to finally get my toes under me and start contributing stuff on my own and not have somebody over my shoulder while I finished every ticket.
0: Right. I love that. I love that. All right, Ray, last question. I asked you this last time. I don't remember how you answered, but I'm going to ask it again. Best piece of career advice to your younger self. Since we had guidance counselors in middle school and high school and kind of college, but not now, I start asking this question for people what's your greatest piece of career advice to your younger self? And I don't remember what you answered last time. So you could say the exact same thing. And either.
1: if I got, if I was getting real specific and knowing where I would be now, I'd tell myself to get started coding a lot earlier, but really the remote environment hasn't been there up until the last few years. And I live in a suburb in Ohio, nowhere near a tech city. um, So I guess I could have moved, but yeah. um,
0: I mean, aside from
1: that, I, I ended up going to, uh, college for music but i had an offer for a full ride for business
0: i probably should have taken the full ride yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome well y'all thank you again for hanging out with us today ray it was a pleasure man time flies
1: yeah man we need to make these discussions longer this this went too fast
0: i know i know 30 minutes too fast we already have some people hopping off to go to meetings um but y'all thank you again go connect with ray ray does a great job posting on social Uh, so follow him. Um, that's one of the reasons why I found him is because, right, again, I want to reiterate everybody I bring on the show, I find through Twitter or LinkedIn, right? There's the power to it. Ray understands. So go connect with way Ray, follow Ray. Um, and Ray, thanks again for another conversation today, man. I appreciate you. It's a
1: pleasure, man. Happy to be here.
0: All right, y'all y'all take it easy. Have a good one and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others and the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it. Please, like right now. Unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at TDestin on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.